And now it's time for the third and final hour of Garden Talk with Mr. Mark Weber. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine. And you? I'm ready to uh, start to talk about a very interesting topic next Hmm. hour. You know what that topic is? What's that? BMP. You know what BMP stand for? Um... I think I need another cup of coffee. Uh, ask me in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, actually. Best management practices. Hmm. We're talking about BMPs next hour. It'll be an interesting conversation at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to the Miami Valley's home for Fox News. And I'm Larry Hanskin, host of Miami Valley's Morning News, where we tell you the three big things you need to know every 15 minutes. And I'm Jamie Dupree in Washington, D.C. When we're not doing the news, we're talking about the news. And we're starting right now. Our Ask the Expert weekend continues on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning, and welcome back to the third and final hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast for well over 26 years, helping folks just like you with your yard, gardening, and landscaping challenges. We have a number of ways that you can be part of this morning's broadcast. Number one way is to call us at 457-1290. Number two, you can uh, chat with us live at gardentalkblog.com. And I would love to talk to each and every one of you. And as we begin this morning's broadcast, um, we have a What Plant I Am. It's been on the table now for almost two hours, and uh, we're getting a little closer to some folks I see on the call screen um, actually do have the correct answer. So no worries in that in that regard. But as we do at the top of every hour on the nine, eight o'clock hour of Garden Talk, we check in with Jay. In Riverside. Jay in Riverside, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. What's popping in the garden in Riverside, Jay? Well, I had a little snack uh, yesterday. Actually, I uh, was digging potatoes, and I got the real small uh, finger links. They were only maybe about uh, an inch long. And, you know, I didn't want to cook them up, so I just happened to wash them off. Mm-hmm. Whatever, he got me uh, one of my nice, uh, sweet uh tomatoes yeah put them together and ate them up it was delicious <laughs> delicious <laughs> what a thrill to have yeah oh i tell you what you just can't beat good fresh stuff out of the garden i i just oh. i can't even imagine what it would be like not to have fresh stuff to eat oh i couldn't either my goodness i mean it would be terrible <laughs> You, you'd end up having he to buy have, stuff that tastes like cardboard. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. Anybody that doesn't raise a garden that can, uh, it's just missing out, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So that's have, we, have we planted any fall vegetables yet, Jay? I'm working on that right now. Uh, I'm getting ready to put some beets in. Oh, red um, beets. Good choice. Yeah. Have you tried yeah. any of the golden beets or... I'm going to go up to Knollwood today and see if I can get some. Yeah, the go- I'll tell you what, golden beets are really yummy. They 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 have a little bit higher, I think, um, sugar um, um, con- uh, content in them. Um, yeah. They're not as earthy tasting as a regular red beet are, and there's some people that really like like golden beets, while there's others that you know go, okay, I'd rather eat a regular red beet than a golden beet. But it's well worth the, the try. It's fun to eat and. Uh, fun to um, enjoy well jay listen i I appreciate what's that yeah i appreciate you calling and i hope you have a really good day okay thank you mark all right take good care okay Mm, bye-bye four five four five seven twelve ninety that was jay from riverside he checks in with us every week here on garden talk and um I'm going to begin a little bit before we get into the what plan am i we got a we got a loaded calls this morning um I, I want to. I, I kind of picked this topic for a lot of reasons this morning, and one is because I know that most people that listen to this show are listening as we speak. And um, when I when I began doing this show 26 years ago, um, I, I did it because one, I like to talk about the things that I enjoy and are passionate about in life. Let's let's be frank and to the point i think if you listen to garden talk long enough you know that i'm a plant nut and i i i am a plant nut i'm the first one in the first one out 
But I'm also a person who was very fortunate in many ways to have started in the industry at a very young age. I've worked and been, been mentored by some amazing people, God bless their soul. And I'm also somebody who went to a university called Ohio State University and was educated in the science of plants. And along with that, once I graduated from college and got my, you know, earned my degrees and started to work in the industry, I was very fortunate as well to become certified and qualified in horticulture as well as in arboriculture. And one of the processes of, of that was when I went through certified, became a certified arborist in 1990 and then later a board certified master arborist in 2013. And during my board certification process, I learned a really important fact. The fact was that the things that we do to plants are fairly predictable, meaning the results of what we do to them, it's a pretty high predictability on success or no success. And with that best, what we call best practices or BMPs, and unfortunately, the industry that I'm part of is rapid with bad BMPs. People that prune trees wrong, people who diagnose trees and plants wrong, people who design and build landscapes that aren't based on what the science dictates that should be happening to that property. And unfortunately, consumers like you that listen to Garden Talk are influenced basically by price not by BMPs. And BMPs really mean the difference between a plant living for a really long time and you getting the value out of that plant, or that plant may not turn out the way that it needs to turn out, related to the way that it's planted, the way that it's pruned, the way that it's mulched, the way that it's mowed by, and the way that it's cared for. And one of the building foundations of Garden Talk has been from its, from its inception 26 years ago to the very moment that I spoke the last syllable out of my mouth has been BMPs, or best management practices. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people out there that aren't practicing best management practices. You heard me earlier this morning talk about this poor guy in, 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 in Riverside with his two sugar maples that were planted too deep, they've developed stem girdling roots, and more so, the same company that planted the, that, that provided the tree or, or planted them told him to cut the roots, which violated the standard of care related to the management of that tree. And even worse, his dad next door has two trees of the same species planted in, in, in a prop, improperly, too deep in the ground, on the same road to death as his son's trees. So when I talk about buying high quality plants, and I'm talking about caring for plants long term, Everything that we talk about here on this show and what we recommend for you, the listener, to do is based on what science and best management practices require you to do to be successful at growing a plant. It's hard enough to grow plants. It's even harder when you do the wrong things to plants to get them to the finish line. The finish line is, is a plant that's growing and thriving in your yard. And a lot of times I hear people say, well, they're a professional. Shouldn't they know? And I say, well, I can't answer that. I don't know what they know or what they don't know, but their actions speak louder than words. Their actions speak louder than words. So when you're going to have trees planted or plants planted, there's a couple important things that you got to know about, one of which is called the ANSI standards. Those are A-N-S-I. It's the American National Standard Institute. Many industries have ANSI standards. The nursery industry has the Z60 standard, which requires for the ball to be a minimum size, width and length and, and size, a grade of a plant inside the ball to meet those standards, along with the root flare at the soil line, and a minimum amount of girdling roots. 
If you're not sure how to apply that standard to your plant purchases, then there are people out there that can work as what they call third-party verifiers, and those are folks like certified arborists. We as certified arborists sign an oath that we will follow the standard of care, the most recent standard of care for where we practice at. We have an obligation to you, the consumer, to follow that, follow that standard of care. When that treaty goes to get planted or that landscape get, needs to be planted, soil test is required to determine the availability of nutrients and if the plant that you choose is actually going to pair well with the site conditions. A good way to avoid long-term decline in loss in plants. And following these standards, folks, will lead to a better result. It simply will. So the choice is yours. 457-1290, and let's go to Dottie and Bellbrook. Good morning. Dottie? 54321. Dottie, how are you? <laughs> I guess Dottie is not with us. So let's go to the telephone lines, and we've got some folks who think they know what plant I am. Let's go to Margaret in Beaver Creek. Margaret in Beaver Creek, good morning. Good morning. So you think you know what plant I am, hey? I'm guessing. Cottonwood? No. No. Rats. Cottonwood's a tree. The first giveaway is I am a deciduous shrub. Yeah, well. Cottonwood can grow 100, 150 feet in the sky, maybe taller. I This this this, this plant, ma'am, I can only grow 6 to 12 feet, oh. 20 feet. A cottonwood would probably get that big in two years. Well, okay. you said something about a hard, round uh, seed or something. Yeah. And yeah. I thought maybe that's cottonwood and they explode in the spring. No. Oh, well, yeah, I it, guess. But, thank but, you. But, but ma'am, thank you for calling, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. What could I be? What plant am I, Brent? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. Let's go to Bill, and Bill is in Arcanum. Bill, good morning. Good morning, sir. Are you prepared? I think so. I am a deciduous shrub with an open, round habit that typically grows six to twelve feet in height, infrequently twenty feet tall. It is common to be found throughout the eastern United States but can be found in the western, western states as well. Most frequently occurring in open areas, low woodlands, thickets, swamps, upland sinkhole ponds, river bottom land, streams, and pond margins. I have a tiny tubular flower that's five-lobed, and I'm fragrant, and I appear in a cluster of other flowers with a round head that's approximately 1.5 inches in diameter. And I occur, occur typically in early to mid-summer. My flowers are, have a projecting style that give this flower head a distinctive pincushion look. I'm very attractive to, I'm attractive to bees and butterflies. My flower heads mature into hard spherical ball-like fruits consisting of multiple two-seeded nutlets. I am, my flowering heads are persistent throughout the winter, ovate, birds will eat me and my leaves are persistent well into fall but i leaf very late out in the year historically i've been used in a number of uh, medical uses but because of my toxins i possessed i'm not good to use for that purpose and lastly i'm a single plant of me served as a landmark on the old trans san san joaquin valley trail that once was used by the ancient Yucat Indians as a meeting place. This plant of me is listed in the California Historical Landmark and is known as the Button Willow Tree. So my sir, I've, as I graciously ask you, what plant am I, Bill? Could that be the button bush? You got it! <laughs> Congratulations. How did you know? Thank you. How did you know? Um... Honestly, I looked it up on Google. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Some great clues. So what? So what, what? What was the clue that led you to the answer? Well, when you said the button willow tree and California 
Yeah. I just started. Well, I, t- I tell you the why this is significant. I was, I was, my wife and I were in San Joaquin Valley. We were on business and, and we're driving and, uh, and all of a sudden she was driving the car. And of course I'm staring out the window, looking at everything. And I see this landmark thing, the button willow tree. I go, stop the car, stop the car, stop the car. I got to see what this is. <laughs> we have to pull the car around. And there it is, and I'm reading about it, and there's the tree. I think here's something that's been here since the 1800s and, and lives through droughts and all kinds of stuff. And I said, my God, that's buttonwood. We grow that back home. And, and you know, and, and, and it's kind of like one of those, one of those oh, oh, crap moments. Because, you know, it's like most of my life I've worked in Ohio, and I've done stuff in Indiana. I do stuff in a lot of other states. But... I, I, I really didn't, I've been to California multiple times and I like going there, but I just didn't expect to find an Eastern plant in the Western United States. And it was kind of like one of these, oh my goodness sakes alive type of things goes on. So sorry for one of my plant nerd moments, but it was a fun one to talk about. So Bill, congratulations. I'm going to put you on hold. Brent is going to take your vitals and okay. uh, you've won yourself a $25 gift card to Knollwood because they're gardeners just like you and I. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. More Garden Talk after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Experts weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Slagers is our name. Mum's the word. The plant that says fall is chrysanthemum. And Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center has a huge selection, including bushel basket-sized Belgian mums. Plant mums now and enjoy vivid fall color. Don't forget to plant your fall bulbs. They arrive Labor Day weekend. Just one mile west of Lebanon on US 35. Remember, mum's the word. Chrysanthemum. Get yours now. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center. Stevenson Service Experts reminds you to tune up your AC before the hottest days of the year so you can avoid going to weird lengths to keep your cool, like napping with your head in the freezer. Help prevent breakdowns with $40 off a precision tune-up. Call 866-EXPERTS or visit StevensonHVAC.com. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium and in 2015 completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Wild Birds Unlimited Can hummingbirds really perch? Yes, and now they can swing too with Pop's Hummingbird Swing. There's a lot of competition at feeders right now. Hummingbirds are busy fueling up for their big migration, which can be all the way to South America. Just place a swing near your hummingbird feeder to provide a resting spot and enjoy watching them come and go as they defend their feeder. For a limited time, Pop's Hummingbird Swings are only $9.99. That's a $5 savings at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. with a call center team that thrives on solving problems together. Engage with Synchrony Financial. We're hiring call center representatives in Kettering. From day one, you'll enjoy a competitive salary and a benefits package that includes a 401k with company match, a monthly incentive bonus, and health care. Apply today at syfcareers.com or text SYF21 to 90206. Again, text SYF21 to 90206 for more information. I'm Gary from Tip City. A real patient sharing his experience with a mini dental implant from Dr. Volk. It's given me the ability to not be self-conscious about my smile. Uh, The procedure was fantastic. I was in and out in a couple hours. I wish I had done the procedure 10 years ago. Anybody who is looking to receive any sort of implant, I would absolutely 110% recommend Dr. Volk. Don't put up with missing teeth any longer. Call Dr. Volk at 898-8990 or visit tvolk.com to schedule a free 
free consultation. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. Ladies and gentlemen, it is... 826. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Watch for areas of patchy fog early this morning. Another mild start as temperatures will be quickly pushing back into the 70s. Clouds increase and we will be mainly dry through midday. Breezy at times with temperatures climbing into the low 80s before rain arrives afternoon. Scattered showers and storms with gusty winds and heavy rain continue at times through the evening and overnight before we start to dry out by Sunday morning. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows clear skies. We're resting at 70 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. Now, back to Garden Talk on AM 1290. And News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's legendary broadcast. Let's go back. I think Dottie's back with us from Bellbrook. Hi, Dottie. Welcome to, gar- Hi, Dottie. Welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning. Um, I have a question about my tulip tree. I noticed a couple months ago it's getting these little reddish-brown spots, mostly circular. Then it gets more, and the leaf turns yellow and falls off. I saw another tree in the neighborhood that's doing that. It's a lot of dead-looking leaves on the ground. Do you know what that is? Well, my first question is, the, the circle spots that you described, are they on the leaves? Yes. Okay. And can, tell me in a little bit more detail, and I know this is hard. Tell me again what the leaves look like. In other words, as much detail with the spots as possible. Okay. Um they're just perfectly round. Um, there's several these reddish brown spots on an individual leaf. My tulip tree I just planted three years ago. It's very small. It's actually from a bigger tree in the neighborhood that my neighbor found in her garden, and she we transplanted it to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been growing great, and it's still growing. But these um, the, they start small and seem to spread from leaf to leaf gradually. So like it started a couple months ago, and, and probably not even half the leaves have them. When you look at the leaf, and this, I know this is a hard question, but if you look at the leaf, does it have like a, an eye eye shape around it? Or is it just a spot spot? And I know this is a hard, these are hard questions. reason being is I'm trying to help you a little bit better, do a better bit job of diagnosing this. Okay. It's more maybe like an eye because it's um, – not a complete circle that's completely filled in. It's like the edge of a circle, okay. like rings. I guess it would be like rings. Okay. Because the reason I'm asking is, 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 is sometimes with tulip poplar, tulip poplar is a tree that's really sensitive to moisture defi- moisture deficiencies. Meaning that if the plant is under a lot of mo- under moisture stress, like a lot of trees were for the month of July, part of August. Yeah, they will form they these spots, and they're, and, and they're often mistaken as a fungal leaf disease. Oh. So my suggestion is, the reason I'm telling you this is, if the leaf disease is one thing. It's typically not something that we get too excited about. Okay. But this may be a fair warning to you that this tree needs more water, and it may need have a, a moisture issue below ground. So does this tree still have some of these leaves? Yes. Why don't you take some pictures? Okay, and I want you to submit them at garden at, at weberlandscaping.com with two Bs. Okay. And you can submit them on the file uploader page. They're on the website. It's completely free, and I'll look at it, and I'll email you back, okay? Great. Thank you. Thank you, and have a good day and good luck. Okay, right. thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Folks, when we come back, we're going to talk to John Scott from Norwood. We'll talk to you at 457-1290. Another half hour of Garden Talk lies ahead on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online at WHIO.com and at the WHIO app. The home of Fox News.
Jonathan, the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. It's 8.30. I'm Jonah Adi with an AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO News Update. Our top story, a former Dayton radio director got himself into some serious trouble in Nebraska. Find out all about that coming up. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt when more fall-like conditions creep into the area. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. From the WHIO 24-hour team traffic center, not seeing any new accidents at this time. We've been keeping a close eye on those freeways throughout this morning. It looks like those are still looking good and clear. And it's our top story. The former radio director for Mix 1077 WMMX in Dayton is now in jail in Nebraska after an incident at a U.S. bank branch. Randy James Fitzsimmons, known at Mix 1077 from 1991 to 1994 by his radio name, Randy James, reportedly didn't make off with any cash on July 29th, but he did allegedly pass a note to a teller that claimed there were bombs and gunmen inside the bank and demanded cash. Police later did not find weapons gunmen, or any explosives inside the bank. Fitzsimmons has been in jail since August 3rd in Lincoln, Nebraska on $100,000 bail and is due in court early September. Reports say he is also accused of faking his own death in 2015. Dayton's 24-hour news is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Continuing news now. Now an update on earlier reports from this morning. A juvenile breaking curfew is what caused police to surround Butler High School in Vandalia earlier this morning. Dispatchers say the young person was dressed in dark clothing and was spotted around 5 a.m. Police returned that young person to their home after arriving on scene and figured out the situation. Dispatchers have since said that there was no damage done to the school or a nearby construction area. And in Chicago, police are declaring war on gangs, arresting more than 100 people in a gang sweep. Despite the lack of accountability these individuals face during sentencing, we will continue to conduct these missions in order to put repeat offenders on notice that their behavior will not go without consequence. That's Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson, who says the problem that is that judges aren't giving gang members long enough sentences. He also says cops intend to arrest more than 100 more gang members within the next several days. Here's your exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. Watch for areas of patchy fog early this morning. Another mild start as temperatures will be quickly pushing back into the 70s. Clouds increase and we will be mainly dry through midday. Breezy at times with temperatures climbing into the low 80s before rain arrives afternoon. Scattered showers and storms with gusty winds and heavy rain continue at times through the evening and overnight before we start to dry out by Sunday morning. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. Now the latest scan of the Live Doppler 7 HD radar still looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. Seeing some nice sunshine from our studio here in downtown Dayton. It's currently 71 degrees in Troy and 70 degrees here in Dayton at 834. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The home of Fox News. We report, you decide. Everyone knows James Free Jewelers has the guaranteed best price on certified diamonds. But it's the quality, the selection, the education, and outstanding service that keeps loyal customers coming back year after year. The people here are very helpful, knowledgeable, and customer service is second to none. I've never found a jewelry store like James Free. I did a lot of research into GIA, so I'm very familiar with diamonds. There's just no other place that can match James Free Jewelers. They're more than willing to help you, but they don't push. You feel free to take your time. Every chain store, any Anybody that sells jewelry you can think of, I've tried them all. But I came back here. They have the best of everything. Best quality, best price. They walk you through it and make you comfortable with the process. From the time you walk in and look at the settings to looking at the actual loose diamonds, they do a good job of helping and holding your hand. We're still revolutionizing the way you buy diamond jewelry. James Free Jewelers, 3100 Firehills Avenue in Kettering. Does anyone pay retail for diamond anymore? Not at James Free. The end of summer is rapidly approaching and it will soon be time to start or return to college. In addition to school supplies and household items, your child might also be in need of a new mattress for their apartment or dorm. This is Ron Trzinski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we manufacture twin extra-long mattresses and box springs in addition to all standard sizes. Twin XLs are approximately 5 inches longer than a regular twin size and are commonly used in college dorms. 
They are not usually kept in stock, however, and can therefore be hard to find. If we don't have something in stock, we can make it within a couple of days. And you can find a list of all available models, as well as pricing information, at OriginalMattress.com. In addition, we offer delivery to a number of colleges and universities in the area and can provide rates and availability at your request. So stop by an Original Mattress near you and experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an Original. Or check us out on the web at OriginalMattress.com. Hi folks, Pete Kasuji at 1309 Brand Pike to tell you that now is the time to sow grass seed. And we have plenty of our famous green mat grass seed on hand. Sow this seed now and you'll be mowing in five to six weeks. No kidding. Remember that name. It's green mat grass seed sold only at our store. It's also time to get the jump on fall and get those trees planted so they'll start spreading roots for a good start next year. And we have all your favorites like Cleveland Pear, Flowering Cherry, Flowering Dogwoods, and Crimson King Maples, Dwarf Japanese Maples, and all kinds of other varieties. Don't forget our half-price tree bargains. Each week from now till November, we tag many trees for this sale. So come in and look for these clearance trees at half price. Come out to 1309 Brant Pike, and remember, we're open seven days. You'll love back-to-school shopping and dining any day of the week at Crosspoint Center in Centerville. Explore their amazing collection of destination shops, businesses, and restaurants at Crosspoint Center, I-675, Exit 4, and State Route 48. Visit Marshalls and Fortis College, plus businesses specializing in home cleaning, jewelry and women's clothing, communications, and more, all at Crosspoint Center. David Dayson Vacuums and Crosspoint Center has long-lasting vacuums so students going back to college can keep their living spaces clean. Sale price at $69.95 with full warranty. High-quality Auric, Mealy, and Sebo vacuums will keep your entire home clean. Dave does repairs and has needed parts, too, at Dayson Vacuums. Maggie Moo's Homemade Ice Cream at Crosspoint Center is ready to make birthday parties so sweet with an ice cream cake or pizza. Custom cakes require two days' notice. Call 434-4446. Ice cream flavors and toppings you'll find nowhere else but Maggie Moves. Visit Crosspoint Center, I-675, Exit 4, and State Route 48. WHIO News Time is 838. Right now, we continue to monitor news, weather, and traffic in Dayton's only 24-hour newsroom. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Let's spend some time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, John, how are you? I am good, Mr. Weber. How are you? Uh, we got a little rain, and it's the time of year that things are starting to regrow again, and, well, fall's begun. Well, you know, Mark, and it, that, it's a very appropriate because of this weather blowing in. This uh, weekend mm-hmm. is Knollwood So Long Summer Sale. So this weekend, all trees and shrubs are 25 and perennials, 25% off. And, you know, you and Tisha were talking earlier this morning about this is the time to get that grass seeding done. And grass seed is 20% off through Sunday. And one thing I wanted to talk a little bit about is, and it may seem a little early to some, but good old garden mums, because mm-hmm. there's some spots out there that people are looking for some color. And this weekend, the mums are regularly $7.99. It's our early season mum special, $5.99. And we've got mums in three different stages. I've got mums uh, that are currently cracking color and showing some color. So, you know, if you're having a, a Labor Day party coming up and you need some of the color, there's mums there. They're going to look great for that party. There's also mums that we've got. The buds are big and swollen. And they're going to bloom out probably another two to three weeks and stage a little bit more for fall. And we've also got mums that have pea-sized little buds on there that if you plant now will be for that later fall season. Mm-hmm. But everyone always talks about wanting these mums to winter over and survive the winter. And you and I both know it's how long that mum gets a chance to root in. So for those of you who are really wanting to get some mums that have a good chance of surviving winter, coming back and gracing a garden for a few years, you want to be selecting those mums with those little pea-sized blooms to give them time to really root in a good sunny spot, and then you'll have great fall color throughout the what we consider the real mum season from the middle of September through that beginning of November time. So, so John, tell our listeners just a few minutes about how to successfully planting mums this time of year 
will make a big difference in them being able to survive or not to survive wintertime. I think the biggest problem with mum survival is when people come into the store about third, second week in October and they just want that quick fall color and those plants don't have time to root in and the ground freezes and thaws and those that plant, which isn't anchored to the ground yet, starts to heave up out of the ground mm-hmm. by getting them in at this point in time. And, you know, when you take the pot off of that 8-inch mum, you're going to see a great big fibrous root system. Take the time and, and give it a good root massage. Mess up the ends of those roots so they start to branch outwards. And, you know, dig your, your hole nice, amend that soil nice, plant that mum, give it some good root starter fertilizer to promote that strong rooting activity. And then really you're in pretty good shape. You know, we can talk about cutting mums back, you know, at the end of the season and what to do a little bit later on. But it's just getting that good, firm root start right now. And that's why we've got so many different stages. So you can choose a mum for whatever color phase you're looking for it to be at whatever time you want. Mr. John Scott, you guys' hours of operation today are? We are 9 to 6 today, 11 to 5 tomorrow, and man, market's full of some great plants. It's going to be a great weekend of plants, so if you can enjoy 25% off on perennials, trees, and shrubs, and 20% off grass seed, this is the weekend to get it done. So you folks have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Take care, Mr. John. We'll see you, Mark. You've been Through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. Thanks for being part of this morning's broadcast. Don't forget, Garden Talk starts every Saturday morning at 6 a.m. And we run till the 9 o'clock hour and uh, sure enjoy you listening to this morning's broadcast. Don't forget, during the week, if you've got plant problems, don't be afraid to use WeberLandscaping.com. It's a free website, my company website, where you can upload uh, photographs of plant problems. And we're always happy to um, look at them and then we'll e- email you back on what we find. We're always happy to help people. That's one thing that... Sets it's apart than other places. We like to help people. So four five seven twelve ninety, and let's run to the telephone lines once again, and let's go to Fairborn and talk to Robert. Hi, Robert. Welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. Hi. Um, I believe it was last week. It could have been the the week before. You had mentioned uh, about killing off everything in the yard as for the grass, and then kind of reseeding is that too late to do that now if you want to do it i would start really soon Um, i I was planning on the day but we got rain coming in i was more worried about not the uh uh lots of things being washed away well and i would say to you it looks like according to the forecast i'm seeing there's not even much rain from sunday on so you know, okay. maybe tomorrow, once the dew dries off, get out there and start spraying. Just keep in mind that don't use glossophate that has what they call um, a material that sticks to the sticks to a long time. They call it they call it Roundup. They call it Roundup Extended Control is what they call it. Be really careful with that one because that one can stick in the dirt for probably three to six months and actually hamper the grass seed from germinating. So you, um, I'm not quite sure. I have to read the label. I get it from uh, local uh, tractor supply, and it's like 41% glossophate. I know, but what I'm trying to say is read the label. If there's a, any discussion about residual activity, mm-hmm. you don't want it. You don't want it because there's there's people that buy this stuff and they think they're getting the straight McCoy and end up spraying and end up with a, a bad deal. So I'd like for you to just, just be careful, okay? Okay. All right. I wish you only the best and and good luck. Be sure that you pick and choose a really good grass seed. Okay. We're going. We're, we're, we're going to zing you for that one. All right. You 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 only want green velvet grass seed. You know. All right. Yes, you don't sir. want anybody else's. <laughs> you don't want to buy it from anybody else but Randy Tisher. All right. I well, that's why you guys are talking about the the grass being old. Uh, I know it's over twenty years old. Well, you're ready for you're ready for a grass facelift with green velvet turf type tall fescue or green velvet bluegrass. Okay. Uh, which one of them are the better? I I I, I heard the 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 blue. Uh, 
uh, is harder to maintain than the tall fescue. It, it is. It's a little more fussier. My 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 personal opinion is. I prefer the turf type tall fescue, the trophy turf type tall fescue. It is superior in quality. It looks nice from the street. It's tough as nails against weather conditions. Um, you know, the only thing that's bad about turf trophy turf type tall fescue is it's a little bit more susceptible to brown patch, but it typically won't cause it to die. So I will tell you that for my choice of all choices is trophy turf type tall fescue. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I think no, thank you, and I'm glad you called. Okay. You too. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. Bye. Bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's go talk to. Uh, let's go to St. Paris and talk to Mike. Hi, Mike. Welcome to Garden Talk. Good morning, Mark. Hi. <clears throat> I uh, riding my four wheeler around a couple days ago, and I come by my two English walnuts. And for no better word, it looked like snot was coming out of the end of some of the branches. A real jelly, cleared-looking nasty. Okay. I got online to look up diseases for English walnuts and found nothing. Well, English walnut is a very peculiar plant. Um, I will tell you that I have diagnosed English walnut with a number of... There's about three to four different canker-forming diseases. So what I would suggest you do, sir, is work with a certified arborist, okay, mm-hmm. and and have the certified arborist do an inspection on this subject walnut tree, and then from there um, possibly send it off to the lab at Ohio State University and determine if that plant is what that disease is. Because some of this stuff we can detect of exactly what it is, and sometimes we can't. So it's just not a common walnut disease. English, you know, English walnut is a strange tree. I don't know how else to tell you. <laughs> I, I, it is a tree from a diagnostic standpoint that it, it's almost a chameleon of sorts. And and I tell you, in my career, I have worked, I have worked against, worked on this plant, and I will tell you that it is a plant that requires a great degree of finesse. It's not, it's not very friendly when it comes to um, a number of diseases. And a lot of the diseases that go on with um, English walnut are re- directly related to stress. Directly related to stress. I had deer eat a lot of the leaves off this spring. Yeah, and, and water stress, meaning moisture imbalances, will form a number of um, canker-forming diseases in this particular um, genus. And walnuts, walnuts, you know, walnuts are 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 are, are really neat trees, but you got to be really careful the way you manage them. They don't they don't perform well to pruning, over pruning, and then more so, the English walnuts have a number of of of, of canker forming diseases, and they also um, can become in, in in serious trouble if you're not careful. So, so we get it. You need a certified arborist in your life on this one. Okay. All right, sir. All right. I wish I wish you the best, sir. Can I ask one more quick question? Uh, quick one, quick, 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 if you okay. can. Okay, I lined my rafters in my barn with plastic because of starlings, and I've got hundreds of pounds of droppings. Can that be used for anything in the garden? Uh, you'd have to compost it first. Okay, I can do I that. Mean, I mean, I, I, first of all, I think there might be some health things going on there that you need to be careful about. I wondered about the pigeons stuff but uh these yeah. are basically I mean I'm not I, I I can't attest I can't attest to be an expert on on on, on bird on, on bird do but okay. I well I do know from my my training as an as as an arborist that they do carry a number of, of diseases that can affect humans so it's something that you need to be um, conscious of okay Sounds good. All right. All right. Good luck, sir. All right. <laughs> bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Bob. We're going to talk to Carol. We're going to talk to you at four five seven twelve ninety. Thanks for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed this morning's broadcast. Get a few more minutes before we head out the door and talk to you in a few moments on AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton Station for up to the minute severe weather reports. AM twelve ninety and News. News 95.7 WHIO. How do the words back to school shopping make you feel? Panicked? Overwhelmed? Plain old grumpy? Here are three words that can make all those bad feelings go away. Discount Drug Mart. 
Drug Mart has everything, and I mean everything, you need for back to school in one convenient, easy-to-get-to place at prices you'll love. From school supplies to fresh, healthy produce for lunches, your neighborhood Discount Drug Mart is the only store you need for back to school. Discount Drug Mart saves you the runaround. Get help preparing for retirement from a trusted community partner. The University of Dayton's Office of Special Programs and Continuing Education is sponsoring financial strategies for successful retirement. Prepare now and retire worry-free. Seminars begin September 13th or 15th. Learn more or register today by calling 937-229-2347. That's 937-229-2347. Wild Birds Unlimited Can hummingbirds really perch? Yes, and now they can swing too with Pop's Hummingbird Swing. There's a lot of competition at feeders right now. Hummingbirds are busy fueling up for their big migration, which can be all the way to South America. Just place a swing near your hummingbird feeder to provide a resting spot and enjoy watching them come and go as they defend their feeder. For a limited time, Pop's Hummingbird Swings are only $9.99. That's a $5 savings at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. A real patient talking about mini dental implants with Dr. Volk. Hi, this is Emily from Tip City. One of my biggest worries going into this is that the teeth wouldn't match up well with my own. But Dr. Volk took extra time to make sure that the color was perfect and that I was happy with what I was getting. I think that other procedures that do a similar thing, they're a lot more invasive. And this was very non-invasive. I had my teeth with an hour. If missing teeth are bothering you, call Dr. Volk at 898-8990 or visit tvolk.com to schedule a consultation. Hi folks, Pete Kasuji at 1309 Brand Pike to tell you that now is the time to sow grass seed and we have plenty of our famous green mat grass seed on hand. Sow this seed now and you'll be mowing in five to six weeks. No kidding. Remember that name. It's Green Mat Grass Seeds, sold only at our store. It's also time to get the jump on fall and get those trees planted so they'll start spreading roots for a good start next year. And we have all your favorites like Cleveland Pear, Flowering Cherry, Flowering Dogwoods, and Crimson King Maples, Dwarf Japanese Maples, and all kinds of other varieties. Don't forget our half-price tree bargains. Each week from now till November, we tag many trees for this sale. So come in and look for these clearance trees at half price. Come out to 1309 Brant Pike, and remember, we're open seven days. Is your company a member of Dayton Defense? If not, sign up today and join this fast-growing organization making a difference for your business. Learn how you can benefit from being a member. This is Deborah Gross inviting you to check us out at DaytonDefense.org. You'll be glad you did. Ladies and gents, it's 8.53. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Watch for areas of patchy fog early this morning. Another mild start as temperatures will be quickly pushing back into the 70s. Clouds increase and we will be mainly dry through midday, breezy at times with temperatures climbing into the low 80s before rain arrives afternoon. Scattered showers and storms with gusty winds and heavy rain continue at times through the evening and overnight before we start to dry out by Sunday morning. I'm meteorologist Carrie Ann Merritt on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler 7 HD radar with its 180-mile sweep all the way from Wapakoneta back to Columbus, Ohio to Cincinnati back to Indianapolis. We've got a clear scan resting at 70 degrees Fahrenheit on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekends on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to this morning's broadcast. I will go ahead to uh, Centerville now and let's talk to Carol. Carol, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. Okay, I've got a quick question about ash trees. We've been treating our ash trees for a couple of years, every other year, and this is the year. But is it too late to do it? I should have probably done it in the spring. Well, are you use what do you what 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 insecticide are we using? Um, the arborist we're talking to is going to use uh, triage. Immaculate benzoate. Okay, a couple a couple things. Um, I will tell you that it's going to require a, a method called macro injection. 
And the, the BMPs these days are specifically saying that it's better to be injecting your trees, not injecting trees versus injecting trees, okay? There's, okay. A, there's ways to control emerald ash borer without drilling holes into the tree. Oh. Because remember, every time you drill a hole into a tree, you're wounding the tree. Okay. okay? So my counsel is work with a certified arborist, ask them the best method to treat the tree without injuring the tree. Okay. Now, there are some people that are tried and true believers in immaculate benzoate, and I have nothing against it, but I have a problem with the wounding that goes on with this. And my problem, my simply is, is you can get the same control without wounding the tree. You have to treat yearly. Don't get me wrong. You've got to treat yearly, but you can do it without wounding the tree. And when you consider that that tree is under a major assault by countless millions of insects, I would rather not have a wounded wounded patient than have an unwounded, a, a wounded one, okay? Okay. Good luck to you, Carol. Okay, thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. 457-1290. Good morning, Bob. Welcome to Garden Talk. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm in, uh, I'm retired in my 80s and uh, have a, an old farmhouse, but out on the two popular streets, I'm in a corner lot. Got a notice uh, this week from uh, the zoning board, local zoning board, and they've identified six or seven trees that they said are dead or dying and uh, given me 45 days to remove them. And I'm wondering, uh, some of these trees, uh, the the uh, other trees are have squeezed out the leaves. The, the lower leaves have died, only the top is alive. And do these zoning boards have arborists to make these kinds of decisions? And is 45 you're asking, days a you're reasonable asking, amount of time? Talk to me about uh, you're asking me to answer. Yeah, I can't. Trees. I can't answer what government does. But what I would suggest you do, Bob, is you want to hire hire yourself a consulting arborist. You want to inspect those trees, and that consulting arborist preferably would probably be someone that's board certified master arborist. And also retains the qualification of track or tree risk assessment qualification. And from there, come up with an unbiased report regarding the condition of those trees and what what risks they oppose to opposing traffic. So you can challenge the zoning board? Sure you can. You can challenge anybody you want. <laughs> you know, it's all about the science here, Bob. What, what rules the day... Day the day is science. It's not anything else or nothing more. You know the thing is, if if these trees are are dead, but if they're what we call standing dead, where there's no limited risk of them falling on something, why cut them down? They actually have provide a lot of value to wildlife. In fact, so again, this is a question that has to be answered by a knowledgeable person in the world of of tree risk assessment, and that's the way I would handle it. And that person would generate a report, and that report would be then therefore given to the zoning board. And if they want to, you know, get into a a urination match, quote unquote, with the arborist, then they can argue in science instead of just what the property owner wants. Did did an arborist make these decisions? In my experience, likely not. Likely not. But I would be curious is that arborist, if they did make that decision, should sign their name with their certification number. So, Bob calls, call a consulting arborist. Okay? Good luck. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. Brent, thank you so much for a job well done. And thank you all for listening to this morning's broadcast. Remember the very words that I spoke so many, many years ago on a beautiful August day, just like today. And they're so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which we live. Please, my friends, get out there and do some gardening. But be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.